0: Hey, friends, welcome to the Glow Getters podcast. My name's is Kayla Fahey-Arndt, but you can call me KFA because nobody can say that last name. I teach and inspire leaders to step into their power, productive selves, and unlock their fullest potential. I'm a multi-passionate creative and scientist who climbed to the top of the healthcare leadership ladder by age 28, making six figures as a manager. I share what I've learned that I wish I knew when I landed my first leadership role at age 25. You can find more for me on my Patreon site at patreon.com slash kfaglowgetters. Okay, now on to the show. Hey friends, thank you for listening to the Glow Getters podcast. I'm so excited and happy that you're here because if you're listening in real time when this launches, it's March 23rd, 2020, and you guys will know what that means. It means that there's an ear on the other end of this podcast listening that is human. Thank goodness. We are all in social, social isolation right now with the coronavirus stuff going on, we, with the exception of essential care workers, including myself working in healthcare. I'm still going to work every single day. Um, except for weekends right now. I'm lucky. But my staff showing up every single day. Um, But that also means that we haven't been able to see other humans um, outside of work if we're working or at all physically, outside of our family, whoever is living with us. If you're living with somebody else, I hope if you are by yourself that you do have a pet or a friend. And if you don't, I hope that you have internet so that you can contact people on Skype and FaceTime, whatever that is. So first of all, I just want to say I'm thinking of all of you and I am channeling like all the positive energy, like think of a ball outside of my chest, just all of the positive energy I'm like making a big ball and a big circle and I'm just like thrusting it out there in the world so that I hope that it reaches you all. I hope that it reaches you all and that you can feel it. But I've been really wanting to put a podcast episode out there, but I didn't know what exactly I wanted to share because there's so much dare I say noise out there on social media right now with everything that's going on COVID related. There's really good stuff happening. There's a lot of value being added into the world right now, including things I've posted like free workouts and access to um, you know, free coaching opportunities and all that. But there's also a lot of negative and some, like crazy things that, you know, aren't necessarily true or serving me right now, let alone I'm sure they're not serving you either. So I didn't just want to be a noise in that space. I wanted to maybe wait it out and see, like, what do I think people need to hear from me? What do I need, you know? What space do I need to be a good coach, leader, friend, right? So I wanted to share how to lead through change and challenging times. And this isn't new, right? Like, leading through difficult times is something that we have to do a lot. And leading through change is constant. Like, constant, people always say change is the new normal, right? But it's still uncomfortable. So, how do we do it? So, what I'm gonna share with you today is not just for as a leader at work or a boss or anything like that. It can be applied at home with your family, with your friends. It can be leading yourself through a difficult change because this is gonna be kind of cross cutting information that can apply in all areas of your life. And it's really mindset, guys. And I know some of you are like, oh my god, I'm turning this off. Mindset, but no, really, stick around and listen because it's the way that we think about things that's going to help us in our life and carry us through this really tough time. So, last week, so I work in a hospital, I manage. Blood banks and transfusion services. And so we're having a national blood shortage. So let me just use this as a plug that if you're healthy, please figure out where you can go donate blood and get out there. The blood centers are still doing drives on site at their locations and they're screening you outside of the building to avoid crowds and all of that jazz. So make sure you go and donate if you can. My husband donated the other day I have donated in the past and have trouble, which I think is kind of ironic based on my job. Um, often my sample is quality not, uh, quantity not sufficient. <laughs> my blood pressure is not high enough to pump into the bag or, um, or my iron isn't high enough, but it should, it should be good, so I'm going to see if I can try it at our drive this week, Wednesday and Thursday. So if you can do that, please, please do that. If you don't know where to go. Let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram or an email at Kayla Fahey Arndt on Instagram or at uh, or my email is kfaheyarndt at gmail.com and I'll try to help you. All right. So I'm working in a hospital. Yes, we have COVID cases like other hospitals. So it's scary. Um, And then we have this national blood supply shortage due to canceled blood drives. And uh, people not turning up to donate because it's scary, and we're all supposed to be inside. And so, there's been a lot of collaboration that's been happening between among myself and other um, blood bank physicians and staff and all that. And so, my big thing at work is communication. Like I'm obsessed with communicating because I think that it's really easy to think we've shared information, but we haven't. Just because when you're a leader, you get a lot of information. You're kind of like intaking it all day and you're filtering it out to share with the right people and to share the level of detail in a way that people can understand. And so it's really easy to think or assume people know what you know, right? So I was obsessed with, okay, let's organize information and send out a communication to all the correct stakeholders and just let them know what plans we have been working on, what we currently have in place, and what we think is coming for the future and what communications will look like moving forward as the situation evolves. And so I was like, okay, I do wanna have this be a serious message so people understand that this is like a a big possibility that we're gonna have to do extreme measures. But also wanted to make it lighthearted enough that like, you know what, we're working through this. Like we have this. We are preparing for the different things that we can think of that might happen. And we got this. And and kind of, you know, in an uplifting way, like this is hard and we've got it. And so I was looking through, I have this folder at work. And if you don't have one of these files, you should save it somewhere um, at work or in your phone or whatever. I love Pinterest for this. I'll save like motivational quotes or messages in my photos. And so I was like, let me go back and look in there and see if there's anything that just like pops out at me. And the first thing that popped out at me was this quote that said, be clear about your goals, be flexible about your methods. And I was like, oh my gosh, a hundred percent. Because our goal is very general. So we, but we know what it is. It's provide safe blood to people who need it, to our patients and keep everybody informed, keep our laboratorians, our health care professionals everybody who needs to know keep people informed on the status and we're gonna have to pivot right like today's plan might be different than tomorrow's plan and what i tell you right now about the status of our blood supply is going to be different it might be different the next minute right and so i've been hearing a lot of leaders at work excuse me preface a lot of their conversations by saying this is what I know right now. This is what I know to be true right now, but I can't say that it will be true in a minute. And so I'm just emphasizing that this is an evolving situation. So number one is be clear about what do you want to accomplish, but be flexible about how you get there because it it can pivot. It can change. (laughs) Pivot, pivot. If you like friends. So so be clear about your goals. Be flexible about your methods and how you get there. So I was listening to one of the president's press conferences a few days ago. Actually, it was probably last week, honestly. Um, and then I think it was Tim Waltz, He's my governor of Minnesota. Um, the, the media had said to our governor, this plan keeps changing or something like that. Like they're writing that the plans have changed again. And this was kind of early And all this COVID stuff. And he just paused at his conference and he said, I want to address something. I want to tell you that, you know, language is very important. The way that you use words means a lot and it, it, and it's heavy and you want to make sure you choose the right words to describe this situation because people are leaning in to hear exactly what you're saying because they want to be updated. And so when you say things like, the plan keeps changing, it doesn't help create trust with the government or with leaders. And people don't listen to our message because they keep thinking, oh gosh, it keeps changing. Like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do right now. And so he said, I'd more appreciate it if you could use a different word, like evolving. Because, yeah, our plans have changed, but not because of the connotation that we don't know what we're doing. But our plans have evolved because we're learning new information every minute, every day. So as a leader, the second tip I would say for you at work or in your home, when you have these conversations about COVID or whatever is going on right now, just remember and, and express and use the words that that express that things are, getting, are going to be okay. So choosing a word like evolving is much better. So I used this with a friend the other day. She said, you know, now we have to shelter in place and now this and now that. And I said, you know, that's because they're learning new information and it's evolving. Not because we didn't know what to do before. It just means we know different information now. And actually, that's a good thing we're learning. I wish we could learn faster sometimes, but we also don't want to act too fast. So I'd say that's my third tip for leadership and, and leading through change is that you do want to keep up to date on the information and make informed decisions with what you know right now to be true. And sometimes it feels like we just want to quickly pivot and change and evolve. But sometimes staying quiet and learning more can be helpful and slowing down can be helpful. Now this doesn't mean that you sit on your hands, but it does mean that sometimes... Things evolve and it can help to wait until you know what's real for sure. So, example going back to my work example is that, you know, we sent out a communication that had information about transfusions for inpatients, people who are actually in the hospital admitted. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at this time we we felt like we didn't want to put out guidance for any outpatient transfusions, any people that are ambulatory coming to the clinic. Because we felt like Clinic appointments would probably decrease over time naturally, and we might not have to do anything. We might be able, that situation might self-manage itself, like less people coming in, less transfusions. That's good. We're, we're able to conserve blood supply on, on the outpatient world. But then, and we specifically said in our guidance, this is for inpatients only, dot dot, dot, at this time, right? We, we caveated it. And then we got a question from a leader from the outpatient world saying, is there guidance for outpatients? We said, well, not at this time. We're kind of waiting to see what's going on. And that made a lot of people uncomfortable. I'll just straight up let you know. Because that meant that we didn't have any different messaging. We said just keep doing the same things in the same way that you have. But naturally, we all want to do something different to like control our situation. So... Like an example of this at home is that like, oh my gosh, everything's different now. We're at home and my kids are terrible and this is so hard and they're just like being crazy animals and my dog and all this and I'm at home and I don't even know what I'm doing. I've had some conversations like that this weekend, but then I've been talking to these people. I'm like, wait, let's take a step back. Do you really need to change anything that you've been doing? before all this stuff happened, and they asked me, like, well, I don't know what you're talking about, and I say, okay, well, what's today? They're like, it's Saturday. You know, this is when I'm talking them. Oh, it's Saturday. It's like, okay, do you normally work on Saturdays? They're like, no, I don't work on Saturdays. I'm like, okay, so are you typically home with your kid on Saturday? Yeah, we spend the whole day together. It's great. Okay, well, why don't you do the same thing that you normally do on Saturdays? Well, we just, like, hang out and watch movies and color and do puzzles and just, like, chill, why don't you do that? like, you're right. It's just the weekend. Just, it's still the weekend. Even though I have been home with my kids the last few days, like flip the switch. It's a Saturday night. What do we normally do on Saturday night? We hang out together. Nothing's changed. Or I was talking to a friend who really wanted to like figure out like how she could, um, like she felt, she said, I'm missing humanity. Like I'm missing life. Like Things are so nuts. I usually talk to like all these, I feel like I'm usually connected more. And I said, okay, today's Tuesday, you're at home. Like, who do you normally talk to on Tuesday at work? Well, these two people. Just call those people. I could do that. So we don't always need to do anything different. We just need to have a little perspective and maybe just wait a little bit to see if we really need to change. You know, right now I'm just kind of thinking of it as like a long vacation. And then later on, I'll flip my mindset to to maybe think of it as something different. But for now, I can self-manage by reminding myself what's real, what I know to be true today. And and then later on, I might decide I need to do something different. So uh, we are going to put out some different guidance for outpatient transfusions after we kind of look at things um, from this week. And we have a draft guidance ready to go out tomorrow when this podcast drops. So... And because we have learned that, okay, transfusion numbers didn't go down. So what do we need to do? We need to do something different. Okay. So I want to get a little bit more positive with this and think about how you want to manifest. What do you want to manifest in your life? Um, how do you want to feel every single day? And, um, and what if we had fun and were more playful In this time where we have so much time now. I think people are uncomfortable because they're asked to, well, one, stay at home, which is hard because we all want to be out and about, but we have all this time and space to like think, (laughs) which when you turn inward can be really hard, right? Like it's hard being stuck with just your thoughts. So, but what if we had more fun and more playful with this time? What if we use it as a space to do things differently? So in order to get to this, um, is like how might it look? Think about like the story you're telling yourself right now. Like what's your low vibe story if you're in that space? Like, how do you feel right now? Do you feel defeated? Do you feel overwhelmed? Do you feel, um, like overstimulated if you've been thinking a lot? What's your high vibe story? Like, how do you want to feel every single day? And honestly, during this time on the weekends, I just want to feel super connected to my family and super mindful of my daughter. And I don't want to feel overwhelmed by the things I hear on social media because when I do, I feel mentally drained and exhausted even though I haven't been doing anything all day long. So my high vibe story would be that I take a break from my screens that I enjoy her just sitting in my lap as we just hang out and read books. And maybe that does mean watching a movie with her, but I'm not on my phone two, you know, two inches from my face. And if we were more playful and fun with this time, would that mean that I actually would color with her? Would I paint, um, do my watercolor work? Would I read? Would I just close my eyes and take a nap? And would I laugh more? Would I have a dance party? So my husband, he's a family med physician. And so he's been working remotely doing these remote visits because they're not having people come into clinic. And he signed up for extra shifts to help out, which God bless him. He's amazing. (laughs) So he's been working like seven to five and then taking a break and then five to 11 or five to one in the morning with like zero breaks. And I keep going downstairs where he's working to say like, are you going to eat something? Have you gone to the bathroom today? <laughs> and he's like, Oh, well, doctors usually don't get breaks during the day. I'm like, I don't think they expect you to sit in this chair without getting up all day. Come for a walk with me, eat some food, <laughs> fuel your body, drink some water. And today, as we were hanging out with our daughter between the time where he didn't have to work and the time when she was going to bed, I said, have you heard her singing that Five Little Monkeys Jumping on a Bed song? And he's like, no. I'm like, oh my gosh, we need to put this on because she's so cute when she sings it. Because all she knows is that no, no, no more monkeys on the bed. (laughs) And she points her little finger and it's so cute. So we turned that on and he found like an Amazon music version that was like a rock version, like a rock kids version. It's so cute. And it turned into an impromptu dance party. And I kid you not, like the vibes in our house went from like, we're so tired and drained and it's stuffy in here to, this is fun. Like, we can have a dance party. Let's do this again. Like, let's play the song a second time. Like, let's be open to new possibilities for what this time could be like. Like, we don't normally have dance parties on Sunday nights, but maybe we could. Let's have more fun with this. I think with this, you know, one of the reasons why I didn't come out to do a podcast right away is because I know that patience is key. And then I have to be open to new possibilities, but I wanted to learn what that might mean for me. So um, one thing that I read in the book, I've talked about it before, The Universe Has Your Back, Gabrielle Bernstein talks about asking for a sign. She says, um, if you want to manifest your best life and choose to make space and do different things in this time, And to manifest like the good and the positive in your life, like ask for a sign. If you're having trouble knowing what that means, the sign will become clear to you. And in her book, she talks about like actually telling what the sign is going to be. So she picks like an actual thing, like an owl or something. Um, But I just felt like I don't know what the sign is. But I know that when I see the sign, I'm going to know what that is, (laughs) if that makes sense. So I've been reading this book by Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. And it's all about like mindset, about getting what you want in life. Um, and and I'm also reading the book, The One Thing. I'm listening to that on the Audible. And they both talk about like getting really clear on what the one thing is that's going to um, move the mark for you most in your life. And, and when you know what the one thing is, that you know what it is because if you do the one thing... It should essentially remove, uh, eliminate any reasons for doing other things or make everything else a lot easier. And so I wrote, uh, when I was first listening to a training, I had written the one thing, the words, the one thing on a post-it note with a highlighter. And I never could find that post-it. I didn't know where it had gone. It like must have fallen off the book I tabbed it to. And then... um I had just remembered it. So I downloaded the book. I didn't need the note that I had written myself. And then today I found it laying in the dining room, which I worked out in this morning because DJ needed downstairs. So I kind of switched where I was working out this morning and I found it in the dining room just randomly on the floor, right where I was working out this morning, which it was not there earlier. So I have no idea where it came from. So I read it. I said, the one thing. I was like, Thing. What is that? Oh, it's that book—the one thing. Hmm. So whatever, I kind of just put it off, and then later on in the day, I found it again upstairs on the floor by the nightstand or the table stand where I had been pho- charging my phone, and near Kate's like soft animal bin. And I was like, "Why is this post up here? Like, I have no idea how it's got up here." The one thing. And so I knew that in my heart that the one thing I really need to focus on today was. Sharing about my health and fitness programs with people because I know they're in their homes and they're desperately looking for something that's going to light them up and fuel them with fire. And I know that I have those solutions for people and I know that it helps me. And so I was just like, you know what? Someone needs to hear that I'm still running my group and things are not changing and I'm still going to be showing up on Monday and working out. So, sidebar, if you're looking for some at home fitness opportunities, let me know, send me a DM or Gmail, um, email me because I can help you. Um, but I just know that, like my purpose, you know, when things like this happen, scary things, all the non important things fall, things fall away and the, the important things come to the front. And for me, that's been my family and my coaching business. And so I keep seeing this posted, the one thing, and I'm like, I've been really, really wanting to share with people how to manage through difficult times and how to have a routine at home with their health and fitness. And so the one thing, the one thing, <laughs> that's how I want to feel every day. Just lit up, fueled with fire, excited, creating the space to be creative, to know that I have the patience to be open to new possibilities and to connect with humans. To give myself grace and to give others grace for stressing out during this difficult time. Sending love to others and manifesting in our life how you want to feel. And know that things are evolving. So you got to be clear on what you're aiming towards, but flexible on how you get there. And I'll just leave you with this, you guys. So my daughter, Kate, she's almost 20 months now. She's obsessed <laughs> with that movie, Milana. Moana. Moana is her favorite. She says, oh, Nana. That's what she calls it. Oh, Nana. Every time we're in the living room, play Oh, Nana. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I shouldn't have you watching TV. But she's just there for the music. She loves the songs. And there's that one song called How Far I'll Go. And I've probably listened to Moana, not even kidding, probably like 30 times. I'm serious, you guys. (laughs) Probably 30 times. And she says in the song, um how far I'll go. She says, if I go, there's just no telling how far I'll go. And it's just like that line always hits me so hard. If I go, there's just no telling how, how far I'll go. She's contemplating, you know, should I go beyond the reef, like go where no one else has gone before um, recently, but I know others have gone there. And there's one thing I know I need to do and it, and I know I need to go out in the ocean because I know it's going to help my people. That's her one thing. She cannot stop straying from that one thing. The universe, the ocean keeps telling her like, hey, come out to me. And so she's obsessed with going out to the ocean. If I go, there's just no telling how far I'll go. And she comes back and she just like creates an amazing life for her family because she did the one thing. So I hope that's helped you guys. Leading your family, your friends at work. Be clear on your goals. Be flexible on your methods. What do you want to manifest in your life? How do you want to feel? Know that it's an evolving situation, not a changing one, an evolving one because we're learning more and more and more. And be honest, communicate as much as you can, but just know that what you say now might change and just be truthful with people and upfront with people. But use this time to have fun and be playful. Create space to do things differently than you've ever done before. Take that low vibe story That doesn't make you feel great. And ask yourself, what would it look like to be great during this time? Ask for a sign. Patience is key. And just be open to new possibilities. Connect with other humans during this time. Send people love. Okay, guys. I know that was such a different episode today. But it's just whatever was on my heart, I just really need to just share it. So I hope that served you. Um, Please reach out to me. I'm looking for your messages in my DMs and in my email. I'd love to hear from you. All right. Talk soon, everybody. Take care. whoa that went by way too fast thank you so much for listening to today's episode of Glowgetters getters podcast you can get the bonus content for this podcast at my patreon site at www.patreon.kfa and also you can check me out on instagram at kayla fahey aren't right everyone until next time be a light in the world talk to you soon